forever. Dog. Welcome to another episode of Best Show Bests, the greatest hits of the best show, with me, your host, Tom Sharpling. If you like what you hear, make sure you join us every Tuesday night on Twitch at 6 p.m. Pacific for a brand new episode of The Best Show featuring callers, celebrity guests, live music, and plenty of surprises. Enjoy! Oh, let's get back to the phones and see what is up. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, is this Tom Sharpling? Yes, this is Tom. Hey, Tom, this is Skip Magellan of the U.S. Postal Service. I'm your mail carrier. Skip, hey, how are you? Good, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Hey, I wanted to thank you. You um delivered a package, an Amazon package for me, and you put it on my back porch during the snowstorm, which was fantastic, because you even put it in a plastic bag, which kept it dry and and uh yeah thank you so much that was really well, nice of you of course i mean that's that's what i do and it it was no problem at all and, and i want to say uh you know it i was going to take a chance and leave it on the front stoop but it it did it looked very wet so mm-hmm. I, I i took it around back i, I just want to make sure that you actually got it because oh. uh I, you know, I wasn't sure if my writing on the note that I left in the mailbox was legible. My my fingers were so cold that day; I was like, oh, they're frozen. It's it's brutal out. Yeah, I uh, I got it. That's thank you. Of course, man. That was that was quite a day. I barely made it back to the post office that night. The roads were so treacherous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's been rough. I mean, um, I'm glad I'm glad you made it back. Okay. When the when everything was so so snowy and icy then and um, yeah I, I really appreciate the effort too. It's, oh, of course, you know it's my job, and you know the motto: neither rain nor snow, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I've got a question. Is this what is this like a radio show or something? What is it? Yeah, it's 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 like an online show. It's uh, it's like a like a kind of a call-in type show yeah oh. it's it's uh you know i'll talk about uh what's been going on with things you know current events and whatnot and kind of a little bit of everything that's really cool oh, wow yeah. I, I didn't i didn't even know that um mm-hmm. hey medic i i could i could get your take on this 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 brian williams thing yeah, I guess. What do you What do you make of this? Well, he got suspended today for six months. Oh, I now. didn't hear that. Really? Yeah, it just came down. He just got suspended for six months. And wow, uh, hard to come back from that, right? Yeah, I don't know. I maybe maybe that's enough time that he can get some distance from all this stuff now. But it's he's never been my uh, all time favorite guy. So not that I'm rude against him, but it's 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 just it's not. Uh, it's not surprising when people kind of do that thing where they go on a lot of talk shows and, right? Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Well, oh, I, I do. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you one thing about this guy. Uh huh. He is in deep trouble with the Postmaster General. Brian Williams is. Yeah, yeah. How so? 
Well, you know, they're doing all all this checking into, into his reporting and his public appearances and stuff. And apparently, it, back in 2007, he did a speech for the higher-ups at the Postal Service, and he said that he worked as a mail carrier for a summer when he, when he was younger. Really? And, yeah, and uh, of course, no one no one checked on it because it was Brian Williams, America's funniest newsman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he is America's funniest newsman. Yeah, but I'll tell you, word on, on the mail route uh-huh. is that it's total BS hit. That he was uh, uh, a mail carrier. Oh, yeah. He never slung the white envelope. Uh-huh. Yeah. Really? I'll tell you, the, the closest that Wimple Dimple ever got to the Postal Service is when he interviewed Ben Gibbard uh, last October on Brian Williams' Indie Rock Halloween special. Did you catch that? No. I, I, I did not see, uh, what was it, Brian Williams? Indie Rock Halloween special. I think the best part was when Spoon did Monster Mash. Well, I can't believe I missed that. Yeah, it didn't get great ratings. Uh, well, that's not surprising. Yeah. I guess music is not always the highest rated stuff when they yeah. do they do specials and things like that. Yeah. Oh, did you hear about Ben Gibbard breaking his arm the other day? Did you see that? No. He did. Yeah, he had a photo on on Instagram. Um I I it from what I heard, he was running a marathon while carrying a bear that was taped to an alligator, and then he slipped on a wet magazine and he blew out his forearm. It was really sick. Wow. Wait, he was carrying a bear taped to an alligator? Yeah, it's this new extreme, uh, super extreme marathoning that people do. I mean, that's beyond extreme. Yeah, and like so, some people will will like carry chainsaws the whole way while over their head just waving them around while they're running a marathon. Yeah, yeah, very dangerous, very treacherous. It sounds extremely treacherous, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. That's I don't uh, know. That's something. That's something else. Yeah. Anyway, getting back to Brian Williams, mm-hmm. lying about being a mailman is not something you want to uh, ever do. Okay. I mean, I I know it's a cliche, but what Newman said on Seinfeld is true. When you control the mail, you control infotainment. Oh, wait, from Seinfeld, the quote Newman, his his Seinfeld's rival on on the show, yeah, was a was a mail carrier. He said, "Well, it's information." He said, "When you control the mail, you control information." You said, oh, "No." Why? You said infotainment. That's what I thought it was. No. It's information. Guess who got that tattooed on his shoulder? Uh, you did? You got yep. that? You got, when you control the mail, you control infotainment tattooed on your on your shoulder? Well, I did the, the ellipses between control and infotainment. <laughs> You know, it was the, a double ellipsis. Uh, it was a double ellipsis. Okay, so like six. Like six of them, yeah. Wow, that's that's a pretty extreme uh, tattoo to not get uh, confirmation on before I you kind of pull well, the trigger I feel, on. I, I feel very foolish now. Uh huh. Wow. I feel like a, ju- a juvenile buffoon. <laughs> a juvenile buffoon. I do. Well, look. Anyway. Hmm. 
Brian Williams lying his wimple off about this only ends up taking away from those celebrities who actually did their time as mail deliverers. You know, boy, they made it big, of course. Huh. Like, like who, who, uh, who, which celebrities were mail carriers before they, uh, made it? Oh, off the top of my head, um, Gerald Ford, uh, John Wayne, Jackie Gleason, Mickey Mantle, Cornelius Bumpus from the Doobie Brothers, uh, Charles Lindbergh. Uh, who else? Don Cheadle, Paul Stanley. Drop my wallet. Oh. Gotta get a, I gotta get a chain for this thing. I'm sick of it. It's a thing now. Maybe it's the winter is why. The, it, it just seems to happen in the winter. Do you drop your wallet often? Occasionally. It's very frustrating. Do you know where I dropped my... You'll never guess. The last time I dropped my wallet was about four days ago. Right. You'll never guess what it fell in. Pudding? No, it, it was not pudding. It was a uh, uh, a bowl of uh, like a dog food, like a bowl of dog food. Oh no! Yeah. Was the dog food moist? It was moist. How yeah. moist was it? It was very. It was very moist. Ugh, that's sick. And then your wallet got all moist too. My wallet was so moist that it there's was... n- there's nothing worse than than moist leather. I don't know how to unmoisten it. I wonder if you could just pop that in the microwave. There has to be like a mo- uh, anti-moist setting. I'm guessing like 32 seconds. You I know, th- it's worth looking into. It is. Because I did not like the way my wallet felt. After no. That. Who, who else? I'm trying to think who other, if, if there were a couple more famous uh, mail carriers. Oh, uh, Justin Timberlake. Uh, A.J. Foyt, Marilyn Monroe, Evelyn Champagne King, uh, Stephen Hawking, Chris Mars, C. Everett Koop, I think, was one, uh, Kirk Douglas, uh, who else, Vern Troyer, Winston Churchill, of course, uh, Bjorn Borg, Ernest Borgnine, um, Kurt Vile, uh, Albert Einstein, G.G. Allen, Julius Irving, Harpo Marx, uh, Richard Marx, Mark Spitz, uh, Spitzdicks from Fear, Pope Francis, and that's just to name a couple. A couple um, mail carriers. Yeah. Yeah. Those heroes who have lugged the brown satchel. Ugh. The brown satchel. That's what you call it? Yeah. The b- heroes who lugged the brown satchel. Yeah. You make it sound disgusting. It's not, though. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a weird turn of phrase. Well, you know who else had a mail route? Who's that? Joe Namath. The football star. He did, yeah. Yep. Hmm. Huh. Oh, man, speaking of, have you heard this thing called The Joe Show? It's this guy, he's from Newbridge, and, and his name is, um, it's, um, oh, Brother, Brother Ron. Yeah, Brother, Brother Ron. Ron. Brother Ron. Okay. Have you heard it? Uh, well, well, he does this thing on his podcast. <laughs> this thing where he does, it's like a talk show between the two unlikeliest people. Joe Walsh from the, you know, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And Joe Namath. Yep. And his imitations are spot on. I, I'm really good at imitations, but I'm not as good as he is. So it's like it's something like, uh, like, hey, Joe Namath, how's it going today? I just got off tour with the Eagles. And then J- Joe Namath will say, oh, well, I, I haven't played uh, football for quite a while. But when I did play, uh, I had a lot of fun until my knees uh, got broken during a play. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Well, I I gotta say, Skip, um, uh-huh. b- 
brother Ron stole that from me. The whole Joe show thing was my routine that I've been doing for a while now. And that's my brother, Ron. And he just took it from me. Uh, He's been wholesaling that uh, ever since he heard me do it. He decided to just take it and not give me any credit for it. You don't have to do this, Tom. <laughs> I don't have to do what? Just let someone else have have some some notoriety, okay? It's not oh. a big deal. There's a, there's enough fame for everyone out there. There's enough fame, okay? That's what it's all about. Yeah. Fame. Oh yeah. Well, uh-huh. I mean, you know, there, there's enough for everyone. Look at Bob Dylan. You know, mm-hmm. another mailman. Really. Oh, yeah, he, he sorted mail in, in uh, Hibbing when he was just out of high school. You know that song, uh, Boots of Spanish Leather? Mm-hmm. Well, that's about him accidentally dropping a very important package down a storm drain once. The, the song, Boots of Spanish Leather. Yep, yeah, yeah. The package contained these very expensive Spanish boots, and Bob knew that he was going to be in huge trouble. So you know what he did? What? He split for New York City the next day. Uh-huh. And that's what brought him out there. He, he arrived at Woody Guthrie's bedside in New Jersey, mm-hmm. still wearing his mailman shorts. So when he, so the, the, the famous time when he went to visit Woody Guthrie yep. in the hospital, he was yep. still dressed like a mailman. Well, he had the shorts on, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. It was February, too, which is weird. Yeah. Like, what's he trying to prove? Okay, you grew up where it's cold. Yeah, you can handle it. I don't, yeah. I don't know what the big deal is. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't smell them. I don't know. Hey, did you did you hear what he said at the at the at that Grammy thing the other night? I think it was like a a pre Grammy like award on, ceremony. Yeah, like some honor honorees or something yeah. that took place. And he did this speech that for him it's strange. He's such a a private person, but he right. did this extended speech where he kind of, it was strangely, like, bitter about, like, uh, Lieber and Stoller and mm-hmm. uh, Merle Haggard and uh, Tom T. Hall, all these peers, I guess, of his, more or less. And he, right. he the ones who, he kind of used it as a platform to to vent about these guys who he did not like or felt liked him, which I thought was that's very odd. Yeah, to 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 do that when you're being honored, and you know, I'll be honest, I, I don't know much about Tom T. Hall or Merle Haggard, but um, you know, I, I do like this band I saw on TV the other day called Georgia State Line. Uh-huh. They're kind of like they're kind of like if Winger played country. Georgia State Line. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you, don't know. You got to hear this this stuff. It's really good. Uh huh. Yeah. Sound, so well, sounds winger playing country. That sounds. Yeah. That, I, I, that sounds. That might not be for me. We 
wait till you hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, have you seen this transcript of Dylan's speech? No. Well, you know, everyone's talking about his other stuff, but no one's commenting on the part where he says that the thing that he regrets most in life was being mean to Neil Diamond at the last waltz. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, he, he then said that Neil's song Porcupine Pie is as good as anything he's ever written. The song, por- wow, Porcupine Pie. song? Sure. It's, it's really good. Ugh, it's not. Okay. You don't like it? I think it's uniquely bad. Oh, well. You know, he also said that he wants to exsanguinate Ross Valerie, the bassist from Journey. I don't know why. I, I didn't hear any of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I should get rolling. Um, you know, and, and I've heard good things about this Genesis documentary. It, not really my scene, but I, I, I hope you like it. Um, all right, well, it's great to talk to you, Tom. Wait, what, uh, what did you... Talk- oh, no, hold on, hold on a second. What, what did you just say about the Genesis documentary? Yeah, I, I just said that that's not really my scene. I, I'm into garage rock. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how did you know that the Genesis documentary was in the package that I ordered, uh, the one you put on my back porch? Oh, you know how shoddily Amazon packs those boxes of theirs. It, it, it came open in, in transit. How shod- they How shoddily they pack their things? I think their things... Their packaging is amazing. It's not shoddy at all. All right. The package didn't come open. Uh-huh. I'll tell you one thing. Those Amazonians pack those things tighter than Barry Gibbs' pants on the Spirits Having Flown Tour. Yeah. No, the, the uh, Amazon packaging is... is pretty pretty tight. It's pretty hey, speaking tight. Of, speaking yeah. of, do you remember this BG song that, that, that went... Girl, you're being a bitch, and it's the last thing I need from you. I'm having no luck finding this thing on iTunes, and I'm 99% that sure that it's on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. It's deaf that is your, well, you're... Let me sing it again. Girl, you're being a bitch, and it's the last thing I need from you. I'm not sure which guy sang it. Well, it kind of sounds like you're doing uh, Barry. Who? Merv? Merv. There was no BG named Merv. Oh. But uh, I don't know that song. I know it's not on the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Um, but what I do want to know, Skip, is uh, how you knew that Genesis DVD was in my package. I was doing a random safety scan. song was it? What's that? I was doing a random safety scan, and I saw what was in it. Uh, oh, uh, what, what is a safety scan? A random safety scan? Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes I x-ray random packages on my truck to make sure there's nothing like Racine or uh, uh, bovine flu or anthrax or any other kind of thrax in the, in the packages. Mm-hmm. It's a service I provide free of charge because I care, Tom. And what are you x-raying these packages with well i have a portable handheld x-ray device current medical supplies makes them to see if people have the early stages of uh pre-flagrant thackets which is of course a turbo version of post-flagrant rickets hard to detect without an x-ray yeah well i I gotta tell you that is a complete uh invasion of people's privacy that you're you're x-raying packages but I'm keeping people safe, Tom. Well, you know, it's 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 not 
up to you to determine that, and it's wrong. And you know, you're you're lucky I don't report you. Like I could report you to the police for that. Why are you mad? It's not like you have anything embarrassing in your packages, like Judge Davies. Okay, well, that's nobody's business what's in anybody's package. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Judge Davies has all these all these devices that he ordered from Germany. One of them, strap, strap yourself in, one of them was a device that was made out of... Hardened bratwurst on a rotary telephone dial. Well, I just, I just bleeped that. How much of it? Almost all of it. Oh. It had no place. It has no place. Okay. But um, I'll tell you, I, I do give him credit for this. He has been on the cover of Device Monthly seven times. He's a legend in that world. He even has his own hot sauce. Device Monthly? Yeah. That's a magazine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I, I can't say the name of the hot sauce over the phone, though. I'd be jailed because it's so pornographic. I, d- I don't like any of this I, 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 at all. But you do like that I help people, though, right? How how are you helping people? Well, in addition to the aforementioned courtesy x-rays, I turn people on to things they might not know about otherwise. And, and how are you turning people on to things they don't know about? Well, say during one of my courtesy x-rays, I see someone has ordered or eBayed a movie or, or a book. I'll, in turn, recommend something else that they might like that they might not know about. Uh-huh. Like, like, take this. When Bryce Prefontaine ordered Dick's Picks, Volume 36, yeah. I recommended to him Fish's A Picture of Nectar. Okay. Yeah. Or, or when Sheila Larson ordered Halloween 2, mm-hmm. I recommended Trenel Strauss's For Whom the Table Saw Tolls. Uh-huh. Or, or like when you got that big box from Third Man Records last year. I slipped my band's CD through the crack in your, uh, in your car window. Wait, what did you do? You slipped a, C- a CD where? Through the crack in your, in your car window. Through the crack in my car window? Yeah, your window was rolled down a little bit. I popped it in there. So you... Wait, are you in the band the Raging Monarchs? Oh, what? Because I had found a CD in my car. Yeah. And I had no idea how it got there. I assumed it maybe I'd opened mail at the station and it fell out of my bag or something. But I didn't remember doing that. Right. And I got to tell you, that Raging Monarch CDs, that's some of the best garage rock, you know, I've heard... In ages, you know, it's like as good as anything on, you know, Goner or Hozak. Um, wow. Yeah. I listen thank to that CD every day for months. Well, thank you so much. I mean, that, that, that's so nice to hear. We really worked hard on it, and we all agreed that we wanted it to sound warm yet punchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really... It, it's, it's really kind of authentic without kind of having that... Um, like a retro sure, feel yeah, to yeah. it. Like you actually capture the spirit of garage rock without, it's not like you're doing like a museum. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, and the, the one thing is uh, I was, you know, there were no 
credits really on it. There was like very few credits listed because I was to figure out even who was behind this thing. Well, you know, we want to keep some mystery to it. We don't want people to know everything about it, you know. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it was uh, really – your band's really pretty rockin', Skip. Um, Thank you. Thanks. It's like the, I, it's the kind of – I would love to see you guys live. Oh, uh, well, no chance of that happening, unfortunately. The, uh, the Raging Monarchs are, are a done deal. It was a, it was a very bad ending. Really? Yeah. What what uh, what happened? Well, you know, little Stephen. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, he's one of Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band's four guitar players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, he heard our album. It's a doggy dog world, and and he flipped over. It. He loved it. So he gets us to come over to Norway last year to to play the house band on his series Lilyhammer. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, he plays this kind of New York mob guy who's kind of in witness protection over in Norway. Yeah, Little Steven has a show that's, what, on Netflix, I believe? It's a Netflix original, yeah. And it's it's called Lily Hammer. Lily Hammer? Hammer? Ha- Hammer, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And yeah. he's, he yeah, so he has that show. So he, wow, he asked you guys to be on it. Yeah, I mean, how cool a break is that? Really, really, that's kind of a big time for a, a band like us, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. So we go over there, and everything's awesome. Steven is totally cool. He let me wear one of his silken bandanas one night. And I'll tell you one thing. What's that? It was a total IPD. An IPD? Yeah. What is, what is an IPD? An instant panty dropper? Why? Ugh. That's awful. It is awesome. In No. Said, oh, what did you say? I said awful. Oh, well, I guess we'll, I guess we'll agree to disagree on that one. But anyway, Stephen had these great Bruce Springsteen stories. Oh, really? I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure he's got plenty of them. Did, did you know that Bruce is obsessed with dying poor? You know, a few years ago, I I had done an interview with a guy who had written a book about Bruce Springsteen claiming. The same thing, but it turned out that guy was, uh, I guess, I guess the simplest way to say it, that guy was fraudulent. He he did not. The book was not real. His version of the book was not real. Huh. Well, I don't know anything about this guy that you speak of, but what he said is true. Bruce is terrified of being penniless. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He sells magazine subscriptions when he's on tour. How weird is that? Bruce Springsteen does. He does. He sells them before the show, sells them after the show, sells them during the show. Wait, during his show? Yeah. Like during a Bruce Springsteen concert? concert. Yep. Like in a stadium. He sells magazine subscriptions. He does. When he goes out into the crowd during those super long breakdowns, like like in that song, um, uh, what's it called? Mary's Place? Uh-huh. Has a super long dragged out thing. He's down there in the crowd pitching Red Book and Men's Health subscriptions to fans. Pitching them? Yeah. That sounds he, insane. He's handing them these little forms, and they, and they fill them out, and he puts them in his pocket. Oh, that's... So weird. That's That seems just ludicrous. Maybe you're ludicrous. <laughs> well, maybe I'm ludicrous. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Well, that sounds, I'm still going to say, what you just said sounds ludicrous. Okay. Well, anyway, so everything's going great over there. We're all having a blast. Uh-huh. But then, I don't know, I guess I got, I got a little too comfortable with the other actors and the crew. I start pulling these stunts. Ugh, I don't like where this is going. Like, yeah. like what, what kind of stunts were you pulling? Well, I got really drunk one night, and I went to the Olympic bobsled run, you know, from the actual Olympics that they held there. Mm-hmm. And I slid down it. Um, okay. The, well, that just sounds dangerous. That doesn't really sound like a stunt. Well, I used little Stevens' 1958 Strat as a sled. So you, okay. So you went down the bobsled run yeah. on oh. top of little Steven's, probably what his most treasured guitar is. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He was livid. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he was. He tried to put it somewhere, what was left of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And and then, like, to make it worse, I was always imitating the Norwegian accent around the crew. And I, I've got a pretty good ear for accents. I'm pretty good at them. Okay. So, like, I, I, I would go, uh, you guys want some fish? How's the fish today? Oh. Do you want more fish today? This is your act. This is your imitation of the people of Norway. Yeah. Well, that. What kind of fish today? I've never been to Norway, and that mm. is super. Super insulting and inaccurate. I've never even been there, and I know how insulting that is. Oh, man. Well, I was also doing a lot of USA number one stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was telling them that we invented heat and snow plows and that they'd all be speaking Japanese if it wasn't for good old Uncle Stan. Uh-huh. Uncle Stan. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's Uncle Sam, not Uncle Stan. Is it? Yeah. Oh, and, great. And you, ha- you have no... So they, they'd be speaking Japanese if it wasn't for us. Are you sure it's Uncle Sam? I'm positive it's Uncle Sam. Great. Guess who got that tattooed on him? <laughs> what did you get? Uncle Stan? Uncle Stan will crush you. <laughs> well, even if you got Uncle Sam right, the right. will crush you is not a thing. Sure it is. Isn't it? I thought that was the Marine thing. Oh, I thought Semper Fi meant we will crush you. Okay, well, you're not a Marine, though, are you? I could be, though. Okay. I've a lot of push-ups in my life. <laughs> sure, but that's neither here nor there. You're not supposed to go get Marine tattoos on you if you could have been a Marine. Wait, what did you say? That's neither what? Neither here nor there. I thought it was, that's neither here nor there. Like you're comforting a woman named Nora. You, here, Nora. nope. There, no, there. That's, that's not it. Nope. Huh, okay. I hope you didn't get that tattooed on you. I'm going to tomorrow. Yeah, well, I guess you just, that's your game now, that you didn't get that tattooed on you. I like that, yeah. You're uh-huh. a game now. Uh-huh. You're I gonna, get that tattooed. You are. I knew you were going to yeah. get that tattooed. You're not, you can't resist, can you? I can't. I hear things <laughs> and then they pop and I want them on me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Also, sure. I was doing mucho rails during the shoot. Uh-huh. Yeah. When I go on vacation, I go on vacation, Tom. Yeah. Well, okay. So you're in Norway with your yeah. band, lucky enough to get a break to be on this show. Right, right. And then you're just off the, going, you're, oh, no pun intended, off the rails. Right. Oh, good one. Yeah. When you were like, on the rails. Like well, so it all comes to a head one day. Uh-huh. 
and I got really out of control, and I threw this major tantrum during a take. Okay. They, they were getting close-ups of everybody in the band, and I just didn't feel like I was getting enough enough screen time, enough glory. Uh-huh. So I, I got really mad, and I went up to the camera, and I ripped it off the tripod. Uh-huh. And I ended, ended up kicking it through the snow like a soccer ball for a mile until it went into a semi-frozen lake. You kicked the camera for a mile. Yeah, just kicking it. Yeah. And then the entire crew, plus little Steven, chased me. Can you imagine little Steven running? I can't. Yeah, it's tough stuff. So they chased me through the woods for yeah. three days. Three days you were getting chased. Yeah, I barely survived. All, all, I, all I had to eat were snow steaks. What, what is a snow steak? They're just snowballs that I made into the shape of steaks. They don't really taste like like steak, Tom. No, they okay. No, they probably tasted like snow. Yeah, no matter how much A one sauce you put on, they still just taste like snow. Wait, you had A one sauce on you? Yes. Why? That's the most troubling thing I've ever heard on in the history of this show. You know what's more troubling? <laughs> what's that? When they found me? Yeah. They whipped my bare haunches with little Steven's hard-frozen bandanas. They froze them. They froze his bandanas? They dipped them in water, and then they froze them in hopes that they would be able to do a haunch beating. And they sounds like they did it. They did do that, and while they were doing it, those cruel new Norwegian bastards would yell stuff like, You unkloggin! Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I, what does you unkloggin mean? Well, it translates loosely to you annoying piece of damp, fetid trash with no homeland to speak of. Very oh, insulting. Yeah, unclogging. I didn't know. Okay. They took my passport and they fed it to an ice walrus. Uh-huh. Yeah, I didn't even know those things existed. This thing was scary, Tom. It was like straight out of 20,000 leaps beneath the sea. Leaps? Uh, it's, okay, 20,000 leagues beneath the sea. What? Well, like sports leagues? No, like... People can't breathe under the water. Even athletes are in shape, though, but I, I, I don't think they could do that either. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they could as well, but... I mean, they have some decent lung capacity, right? Mm. Athletes? Yeah. I'm sure they do, because yeah. they're in really good shape. Probably not bowlers, though. You can't really call that an athlete, can you? A bowler? I don't think so. You know, baseball players get a, a rap. There was this guy, John Crook. Mm. was at an airport once and and a woman oh. said to him uh oh no she said hey it's that you're, you're uh you're John Crook you're an athlete and he said lady i'm not an athlete i'm a baseball player oh uh, was he a load or something well he was not small yeah but he was uh baseball the whole point is that baseball players don't they're not like football players or hockey players or basketball players where they're in Running around nonstop. I think I, I, I catch your drift there, Tom. Okay, so you yeah. didn't get what I, I, I said. I didn't until just now, no. Yeah, okay. Well, but, okay. So anyway, I, I was stuck in Norway for a month. Uh-huh. I had no passport. I ended up having to work in a fishery just to make enough, enough uh, whatever their money's called, to get home. Okay. Yeah. That's why your mail was being delivered by my fill-in, Rodney, that whole time. Oh, Rodney. I that guy. He oh, no. what did yeah. he do? Well, it was just 
troubling this guy who took your route over. Right. He would just kind of like, when he would carry the pack, when he would be kind of like going across everybody's lawn. Right. He kind of had this weird, like, limp move, like he would like drag, like he had a dead leg or something. We call him the dead leg meanderer. Yeah, but he didn't because I would watch him as soon as he would finish delivering all the packages, he would then walk normally to his mail mail truck. He's faking that. It was strange. Yeah, that little turd. <laughs> it was very weird. That guy. It, I'm. I was glad you were back, Skip. Thanks. Anyway, anyway, I, I'm I'm glad to be back, and I'm. Mm. Uh, Lucky to be back here, you know, with my crotch marbles intact. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, I got, I got the job back, you know. And uh, Like, I'm sorry, that, that was a long story, but basically that's, that's the reason I'm out of the music business. And it's just too, too dangerous, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so from here on out, I'm sticking to uh, postalnography. What's that? Postalnography? Po- what is postalnography? Postal yeah, yeah. What is, what is that? You know how a lot of today's erotic entertainment is so specialized? Um, I don't exactly know what you mean, no. Well, like indie porn, for example. Okay, I don't know what indie porn is. You're kidding. No, I'm not. Wow, well, there's all these X-rated movies that are being made now that are aimed at, at you know, kind of aging indie rockers. Porno movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A- aimed at... Like music, like indie rockers. Exactly, yeah. People who are into that stuff. I have never heard of these. Yeah. Like, do you know? Like, what's the name of one? Give me the name of one. Uh, I'll try to think of one for you. Um, oh well, you know, there, there's there's the Husker Dude, uh, Rocket from My Pants, The Breeders, Immodest, Immodest Mouth, uh, Archie and Loaf. There's a Latino one called My Blood E Valentine. Uh, Flaming Lips, Yolo Bango, Captain Beefheart, STD Sound System, uh, Morishi, Fella Cooties, uh, Bell and Seb's Ass, She's On. That's a stretch, right? That sounds like a stretch, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bright Thighs, Sleeter, Kenny, uh, Ron Moans Leaves Home, uh, Good Speed, You Black Umpire, uh, what else is there? Dirty Projectors. Uh, Bikini Jill, Bone Eve here. Um, you'll never guess what I just saw. Um, what did you just see? I just saw a mouse with a, a very elaborate cape. Uh-huh. What else is there? Uh, VD on the radio, uh, Built to Spill Mike. Well, I just had to bleep you. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. sorry. Well, that's just to name a couple. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. those titles are so truly disturbing, well, Skip. I know. They are, aren't they? Uh-huh. That's why my postalnography films are going to be way more tasteful. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm going to be the Larry Flint of postal-centric erotic films, Tom. Oh, so they're going to be tasteful like Larry Flint's uh, work. Oh, his stuff is very tasteful. I- I've already written two features. Okay. Yeah. What 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 features have you written? Well, one's called Fondle My Mailbag, and the other one's called Side Door Deliveries. 
Side, I don't even know what you mean by side door deliveries. Well, what door should the de- deliveries go to, smarty pants? Uh, you, know, you know, Skip, I, I don't want to discuss any of this uh, on the show or with you off the show. I don't want to discuss any of this. Oof, well, that's going to make our relationship very difficult. How so? Are you ready? Uh-huh. You are going to help me write these things. Oh, uh, okay. I'm Look, gonna... I, I know you subscribe to those screenwriting magazines like Screen Scribe and Movie Pencil. Uh-huh. You, you got to know what you're doing, right? Yeah, well, it's, again, it's none of your business that you know that, but you, well, it's, it's true. Pull, pull, come on, I need you to help me with the dialogue and the story. I can't wait to hear your words coming out of my mouth. Out of your mouth? Oh, yeah. How are they going to be coming out of your mouth? I'm the star of these movies. Oh. Yeah. My erotic film star name is Ulysses S. Mail. U.S. Mail. And Tom? What? Guess how mail is spelled. Well, how, how ma- let, me, let me go out on a limb here. I'm going to okay. assume. Uh-huh. I'm not even going to assume. I'm going to just... It's a shot in the dark. Right. You're spelling male, M-A-L-E, not M-A-I-L. Wait, what kind of sorcerer are you? So, it's it's not the hard. It was just a guess. I'm not a sorcerer, and um, yeah, Skip. No, I'm not gonna write these things uh, for you. Oh well, then I hope you don't mind never getting mail again. Well, you. you cannot do that that's i can too i have and i will <laughs> really oh yeah i learned from the best of them keith garfinkel may he deliver in peace uh-huh yeah he was stabbed keith garfinkel yeah so i don't so he taught you how to do this he did yeah uh-huh but come on oh come what, on what, 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 what's going on well, I've been I've been in the drive-through at Fudge Burger this whole time. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, super long line. They're giving away fudge fries with every Fudgezilla burger. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh no, I'll, you don't like that? It's super yummers. Oh, I don't like. Oh, it. total yummers. Have you ever heard that before? Yummers. Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Oh, my friend Michael turned me on to it. He loves saying it. Yummers. Yeah. Oh. Come on, you dinkleberries! Ugh, very frustrating. Come on! Yeah, my mail truck has two horns. Uh-huh. Yeah? I heard the second horn there, yeah. Yeah. All right, well, I'll see you in the writer's room, Tom. Um, well... You're gonna be there! Skip, I'm not helping you with any of this stuff. It's not gonna happen. There's... I think he hung up. Oh, boy. Oh, Skip. Skip, you're killing me. The Best Show is produced in partnership with the Forever Dog Podcast Network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The Best Show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Burns, 
segment producer, Michael List. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Neff. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support The Best Show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash thebestshow. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show number four, Life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.